just your name. But it'll like just We're cut going to the action figure. Oh, hi, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to Thursday Live Lessons. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. I'm joined by Mr. Kahai, the legend, Fergus, and Mr. Aaron, the voice, Nakamura. Say what's up, Kai and Aaron. What's up? Hey, what's up? Yeah, see? So since we were late, let's try to kill some time, which I just spent just now trying to explain what I what I did. <laughs> <laughs> so how Thursday Live Lesson works is um, you guys have questions and we answer them to our best abilities. I'll try to answer them as best as I can. These two um, these two dudes will come up with their uh, with their answers and we'll put them together for a super answer just for you. We are uh, live and we do have a live chat via Ukulele Underground Plus. If you guys want to interact with us, ask us questions, anything that you want. AMA, ask me anything. Or AUA, ask us anything. If you guys want to know <laughs> stuff about Kahai, what's Kahai's favorite foods, you know, like you can you can ask. It's fine. Kahai, right? It's cool to ask those kind of questions, right? Mm-hmm. It's like Animal <laughs> Crossing. Your your neighbors ask you, "What's your favorite food? Is it this or this?" And then you go like, "Uh, it's neither. It's pizza, actually." <laughs> pizza. That's. I've had takeout twice, or like, or delivery twice in my house, and I've been. I mean, I've been pretty proud of cooking like this throughout this whole ordeal with with the mm-hmm. thing that's going on outside. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of them was pizza. The second one was KFC, which are both like just down the street from my house. <laughs> yeah. And I got to say, okay, before we get started with this whole Thursday live lesson thing, I saw online, and the reason why I got KFC is because um, I saw online that if you take a couple pieces of KFC chicken and you make rice and you put it in the rice cooker and like the rice cooks with the like that KFC chicken inside, it's delicious. And I tried it. And my God, I'm going to go buy a bucket again, just <laughs> not to eat, but like just to put in my rice cooker. Like it's, it's so good. So if you guys, if you guys out Pro there tip. are not, yeah, are not vegans or anything like that. Cause I, you know, if, if you really want to live life on the edge of this whole, whatever's <laughs> going on outside, get yourself a bucket of KFC and just put a couple of those in your rice cooker as, as it cooks, you have to cook with it. You know, like so I just put like, like original just, or whatever, you know, whatever you're into extra crispy because uh, he's good with like those little crispy bits, you know, because it'll just like get dispersed and stuff. But like the spices from the chicken goes into the rice and like uh-huh. the, the oils and what it's just it's so good. The, the chicken is still good, you know, with it. But like the rice, it's delicious. <laughs> Pro tip. Pro tip Pro for tip. anyone out there that is like, oh, you know what I should what, what should I get? What kind of takeout should I get? KFC just hands down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. Ra- Rob just mentioned that uh, he thinks yeah. one of the most fun times during the retreat was when we went yeah. to the shopping center and there was uh-huh. the hot dogs. Oh yeah, the hot dog was good. The uh, the hot dog he's talking about is Puga dogs. Yep. OG here on Kauai, and I think someone tried to like tried to buy that franchise and start a hula dog on uh, on Oahu, but they couldn't buy it. I think they named the Puga dog name. So if you go to a hula dog. On uh, on any other island, it's basically the same thing as a puka dog here on Kauai. But we are OG Kauai. <laughs> it's like the best um, like fruit-based relish that I've ever <laughs> ever had yeah. in my yeah. life. It's pretty good. I like it. But it's like 10 bucks a hot dog now. It's like super expensive. Mm-hmm. 10 bucks yeah. a hot dog. At Costco, it's like $1.50 <laughs> or something with, like, with a drink, you know? With yeah. a drink. <laughs> anyway, this isn't food hour. Um, what Thursday live lesson is? We're, we're gonna answer any and all of your ukulele questions and whatever. Like I said, I'll just answer whatever, uh, whatever you guys want me to. So, 
Kahai, go ahead and give me the first question, please. Okay, this one is kind of a doozy. Uh, so this is from Will. Okay. Uh, okay. And he says, if you want to start a practice session, what do you suggest that would warm up and get the motivation moving? I always seem to want to get moving forward, but get stimmied and a little frustrated. I'm an advanced beginner. Uh, I've been doing the songs and the song lessons. Uh, mm-hmm. They're super but where do you guys go when you uh, or where do you guys go? And he says he he's goes to ultimate guitar and he finds backing tracks and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's thinking maybe he's doing too much of that and he should mm-hmm. like uh, move away from that. But he was wondering what did we do when we were learning to? I mean, you know, I, I think I've said it like kind of a lot in our previous, you know, in our previous episodes that like I just kind of, played like an entire cd and stuff but now with like you know or i played with an entire cd but now we have technology and we have playlists and stuff so what i would suggest is um creating like a playlist you know if you're doing a practice session is creating a playlist of songs that you want to either practice or you know really well so um and the the ones that you know really well let's get started with that one first it's not necessarily going to work on uh, on your skills and learning new things because of stuff that you already know really well but it's just kind of um making sure that you don't you know you don't get rusty like your your rhythm is still there because you're going to be following it you know every note you know every chord and stuff you know every pattern that you know, there is to know about the song so try to play it as best as you can along with the uh, along with the recording on the playlist or whatever playlist that you made and um and just kind of keep going do it do it as best as you can do it as clean as you can and just kind of fine tune what you already know and then i would make a playlist of stuff that i don't know or things that i'm currently working on and those things i would just kind of like let go and i'll just kind of play throughout and not not go back to any like any one part or whatever but just try to uh try as best as i can to uh, to to play the song if i'm if if i'm really um you know if i really want to get down into it i would stop after every song and be like okay cool there's this part that i didn't quite get you know like um and if if you can just get like the chord sheets you know like uh ready to kind of look at while you're playing the song, you know, so that you know what chords you're supposed to do because it's supposed to be a song that you don't know. So you can kind of mark or you can um, make mental notes on which parts needs a little bit of work. And then that's when I would go back and be like, okay, let me listen to that again. I didn't quite get that part. Um, and that's like a good effective um, like practice session for me. And um, if, if you just want to work on just technique, so that's like songs and stuff, um we do have practice sessions on ukulele underground that you can kind of check out and that works on your speed on your dexterity you know and and scales and whatnot so you can always use those to practice um but if you're purely asking me what worked for me when i was uh, when i was when i was starting out that's basically it especially as a if advanced beginner is a funny like two word you know like uh if you're an advanced <laughs> beginner you know that's that's basically what I would do. I would just kind of work on, you know, work on rhythm because if I was an advanced beginner, the word beginner to it means that I can't really do picking and stuff yet. Okay. So if, uh, if I'm an advanced beginner, that would mean that I can do chords and I'm pretty good at strumming those chords. And that's why I'm talking about 
just like the chord sheets, get them ready, you know, like and um, and make a playlist and just kind of play with those. It it'll act kind of like a uh, like a virtual ukulele club, you know, kind of like how we do on a Lower Friday Live jams. That's another way to kind of do it. Just watch like the um the replays of a Lower Friday Live jam, so you can kind of get the chords right there in front of you, play along with me and Aaron and stuff. But really, as an advanced beginner, I would just kind of work on making sure I have a solid rhythm. And um, and make sure that my chord changes are nice and clean, and nice and solid. So either do make a playlist, watch the you know watch the replays of a lot of uh, Friday Live Jam, or uh, well, the playlist is mainly for if you don't want um, if you don't want to be playing the songs that we're playing. If you want to you know make a stuff of your uh, stuff that you choose, that's where the playlist kind of kind of happens. I don't know. That's how I, I would do it if I was um if I was a beginner in this age, but. There's also the advice that I give to every single private student that kind of comes along, which is to choose two to three songs every week. Okay? Two to three songs, like song lessons that we have. Choose two to three of those. And then um, learn as much as you can from the two to three songs that you pick. And um, once the week is over, um, put those two to three songs away because I I really uh, can't be hearing the um the old excuse of i've been you know i've been working on the song for five months and and i still can't get it or whatever like you shouldn't be working on a tune for or just that tune for that long you know so two three songs that week um if you just learn one new chord that week awesome if you learn a uh, you know a whole progression that week even better if you learn the, the progression and the strum that week super if you learn the progression the uh, the 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 rhythm and a little bit of picking or if you learn all of it muy bueno okay so um after that week is over the for the next week put the you know put the uh the songs from the last week away pick two or three new songs and then if you just learn one new chord all great or same you know same exact thing you do it until you know uh, the month is over um if you really 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 uh, ambitious you can uh, you can also put one uu plus solo for the month so those are your weekly goals you have a month goal and then um whatever you don't learn like i said put it away now when the new month starts you have the first week so the first week of the new month pick your two to three songs plus one or two that you're going to add in for that week of the song that you had a you know that uh, one of the songs from last month that's kind of a way to um, to measure yourself because you are going to get better. And the point is to take small steps forward instead of trying to learn one song, getting frustrated, and then quitting. You know, like so, just learn as much as you can, uh, pick up t- little things, little things, little things along the way. The next month, um, when you add one of the songs from uh, from the past, it should be one of the songs that you couldn't quite finish, and you're going to notice. Um, how much better you've gotten you're going to notice that you're going to move on just a little bit further even if you don't finish that don't get encouraged uh don't get discouraged because uh, <laughs> what's encouraging is um is that you might you know you might get past where, where you uh where you were you know like that one chord that was a little bit hard last month might not be as hard because you're exposing yourself to new things all the time and you're also increasing your repertoire of songs to uh, to play a lot of the times when you know when I ask the private students like oh I need you to play a couple songs for me one song you know really well and one song that you don't know that well and they're like well I don't really know songs but I can play this I can play that or whatever like almost like 
80% of the people that I ask, you know, to play this song don't quite know a song, even if, you know, they consider themselves as like an intermediate student. Like a lot don't like don't play a song for me. So in that case, you know, if someone asks you to play a song, you know a little bit from, you know, from a bunch of songs. So you can at least like play something, you know, so you're increasing your repertoire, you're taking small steps forward and you're not like all constantly just hitting a wall like, you know, every, um, you know, every day and you're going to get frustrated. You're going to want to keep playing more you're going to want to keep learning more and i think as an advanced beginner that is a uh, a great practice session what yeah. do you guys think uh yeah yeah pretty much that <laughs> uh, it, like um rob kind of he asked something that's pretty like uh relevant mm-hmm. to now he says yeah. knowing how and what i play where would be the best lesson for me to start intermediate advanced Different people seem to uh, do these levels in different ways. And I think mm-hmm. he's saying that different people categorize it differently, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I think a lot of people come in and they're like, well, I'm an advanced beginner. And then we look at what they, they can do and we're like, uh, yeah, it's fine to call you, yourself that. But, yeah, you, yeah. you know, like on our scale, you might not be hitting that like yeah. that stage yet, right? And um, yeah, I mean, based on what I know, is this the same Rob from the uh, yeah, from the retreat? Yeah, yeah. Okay, just based on what I know and stuff, and don't you know, like, don't take this the wrong way. But I think you should work on um, on consistency because I know you like. There's like a lot of things that you know, you know. But I think you should work on your on your fundamentals, and I think the fundamentals should be solid before you you know, like, you start to like learn all these other things. But and and I'm not saying don't like you know like dabble in all these other things because it's it's fun it's fun to check out all you know like all these advanced things because i'm not like as advanced as most people would, would think but i you know i watched guys like um what's that jacob collier what is that that guy's jacob name collier yeah. yeah i like watched one of his things and i get lost at like level five out of 11 or 12 or something <laughs> i'm like i you know but i keep you watching because it's interesting you can't write songs in half <laughs> Half sharps or half flats? Well, get out of here! I can Heck. sing in half sharps and half flats, <laughs> not on purpose. Yeah, no. <laughs> you don't. But you don't create your own tuning system to make a song. Ah, oh, not a real but musician. You, but what I would do, um, you know, for for Rob and stuff, I think I would work on consistency and getting the fundamentals down. And what that means is, um, you know, because I I know I know you're you're a great player, and I know you can kind of you know play and stuff and playing by you know by yourself and whatnot, but the ultimate test really is if you can kind of play with, um, you know, like I said, with, with the recording or even with others, you know, like um, and not like making your own kind of thing. Like I know you, you know, you, you can do that, but like playing what like just following, you know, like what they're doing. And I know you want to, you know, like add this thing here, but you need to be um consistent with the fundamentals. And I think that's what's very, very, very important is um because if, if the rhythm is is a, is a little bit wonky, or like some techniques are a little bit wonky, uh, like you know rolls, chunks, um, and and anything else, but just having a consistent rhythm is like one you know one thing too. Uh, but I think those are what you need to uh, to kind of work on is is the fundamentals and making sure that those are nice and clean. I mean, not like I said, not saying that you shouldn't dabble with other things because I think you should, but your main focus should be on becoming consistent, and that's like the really the main word is consistency. That you can um, that you can kind of you know like hold a consistent like uh, rhythm pattern, 
like throughout the entire song without you know uh without kind of uh without any of the deviating. wheels falling off the, yeah. the wagon you know what i mean now deviating without not without speeding up without slowing down those are the things and you know if, if i'm going to be honest those are things that sometimes i need to work on you know and i need to just kind of stop and and do that exercise of just okay well i'm going to put something on and see if i can consistently like jam along with somebody because i'm you know as as consistent as i am 90 percent of the time i want to be consistent a hundred percent of the time you know um and i think that's that's what most people should work uh, work on it's not just you i think you know a lot of people um because there's a lot of ukulele content out there you know what I mean? And it's just so easy to be like, oh, I'm going to learn this now. Oh, I'm going to learn that. I'm going to learn this. But then like, you know, like kind of learning a little bit of it and then like kind of moving on to, to you know, to to something else. But kind of working on those fundamentals and and being solid with a solid rhythm, solid right hand, solid left hand that like even just like beginning chords and stuff or chords with extensions on it, you know, not necessarily fancy schmancy chords because we can get to those later, but being consistent with, um, you know, with, with, uh, with your basic chords and I mean, just basic extensions would be pretty good or just chords and inversions. Like that's not, we're not even talking about the sus nine add four fifteens or whatever. I'm talking like F, 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 F. You know, like if you can be consistent with with those with a consistent rhythm and consistent um, technique on your right hand with the rhythm, I think that's what uh, everyone should be kind of focused on. Consistency. Yeah. yeah. I think if you can do that, you you would be like if you're you can strum like things like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and you can play inversions and you can play chords mm-hmm. that you're not like you wouldn't look at a chord chart and be like, oh, E, that's scary. Like if you can do all that, mm-hmm. then you're kind of like already in the intermediate section i would say like but that's where it's like people think like oh i can play all the you know i can play c f g so i must be a beginner moving on to intermediate it's like right uh, right. yeah Yeah. you you, there's a whole lot there's a whole lot of beginner first before you move on to the rest of Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. intermediate and advanced and it's uh, like Mm -hmm. we said before it's not a bad thing to Say you're a beginner, yeah. you know. Beginner's yeah. not a dirty word. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then and then also the way that like for Ukulele Underground, the way that we categorize songs, um, we just kind of put them into the groups that we think they should go into. Just, you know, mm, they, uh, like a beginner song has pretty beginner chords. And then an intermediate song might have a little bit, you know, fancier chords, or chords that you might not be familiar with. And um, and then advanced usually has more kind of advanced picking. And so all of those things have beginner elements to them. So if you really like that song, like feel free to click on it and see yeah. what it entails. And then just work on as far as you can get um, mm-hmm. based on, on your current skill level. Don't, mm-hmm. don't be afraid of the song just because it's categorized as something Thanks. like a little bit more beyond you you don't have to do all of the things that are involved in creating that that entire song you can just do you know some simple stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. um yeah so kind of keep that in mind as well we get, we get because i i think yeah uh, like uh. the for for me when i was when i was kind of learning ukulele or learning music in general the thing that kept me going was songs that i liked you know, so even if they were too hard for me, like I, I couldn't play the E chord for like a 
years actually you know like with with a bar and so any song that had an e chord i just like did my own little fingering to it and it you know some some strings were muted but like i just played it until the point where i could do it you know mm-hmm. so yeah you you just kind of keep going if you like the song it'll inspire you to play more and and that's you know like as far as your longevity of your ukulele playing career like that's kind of important too so yeah just be interested in the songs that that you're playing and learning that's that's kind of why uh you said like you aldrin said um mm-hmm. to pick two songs a week too right because yeah. like yeah like people say like oh but i really this is my favorite song of all time and it's my ultimate goal to be able to play this song and then mm-hmm. when they go to it and it's too hard for them they just like oh well i guess i should just give up and not play anything at all <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know mm-hmm. i can't yeah. do that but it's like there's it's so just, much it becomes frustrating so yeah. so it's not your favorite song anymore <laughs> yeah but there's so much other music out there that can be it might not be your favorite song but you'll have fun playing it so mm-hmm. you know and i i I still have songs on guitar that I spent years trying to learn and I still don't have it, but mm. I don't uh, not enjoy it as much now. And I still go back and when I can play a little bit more, it's like, ah, oh, nice. I got a little <laughs> bit better. So that's, mm. I think that's the way to like, look at it. Don't like, look at it like, ah, oh, that's the end goal. And I'm once I reach it, I'm going to be happy. Cause then it's like, <laughs> yeah. you're never going to be happy then, you know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> really enjoy everything. Try and enjoy all of it, you know, from the get go. If you can. What is your, what is your end goal song? Kahai? What is the song that you, you know, like, Oh, okay. Well, one day I'm going to be able to play this. Um, <laughs> Cliff's so dope. That, Cliff, that goes against everything that Kai just said. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> no, no, because because he, me- no he mentioned like he mentioned that there is you know like there is some songs that are like oh you know like it's a maybe not end goal but it's like a, a big maybe a stretch goal you know like yeah, what's your stretch yeah, goal yeah. song Kai? What's something that you feel like ah oh, like that's it would be nice to play that one day. Uh, I've been working on this uh, like this metal song on guitar huh? uh, called Welcome Home from Coheed and Cambria. For like mm. the longest time, and like when you watch the guys play it, it's like mm. a guy with like a double neck guitar, and they're like shredding and <laughs> stuff, right? So it's like Ooh. I just learn a little bit of the solo, and I'm like, "Ooh, I I did pretty good today," and you know, it's <laughs> like, yeah. And I, I've been working on that song for years, so mm. I I I don't feel I don't know I I don't feel bad about you know saying that like. And like like Cliffs of Dover and all these other songs yeah. too. There's mm-hmm. there's more songs than you'll ever be able to learn like everything. So mm-hmm. it in that sense, if you kind of look at it too, it's like exciting to know that mm-hmm. like oh, there's always new music out there that I'm mm-hmm. gonna be able to learn or figure out mm-hmm. or do something to. You know, there's no end to it. Yeah. yeah, with with the ukulele before, I was like, ah, oh, you know, like my main, like my one goal, like if I could play that song, be super happy, was um was Turkish March, like when I was in in high school, because uh, mm-hmm. my favorite movie girl, like growing up was uh, uh well, music wise was Crossroads, because like he was playing <laughs> yeah. uh, Turkish March in, in in that show. I was like, bad, I'm. I'm gonna play that on my ukulele and that's gonna be my goal and stuff. And, and I <laughs> so, and I did it. <laughs> and so my new goal uh, with with ukulele. Like, so it's like it, I guess there's no end in that sense. No, like, no end goal. Once I reach that, there's like a, an even you know like an even bigger boss that I gotta you know that I gotta uh, fight with this in this vi- life video game that I, a music video game that I have. And that's um, uh, Vivaldi's Winter. I've always <laughs> wanted to. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> so this that's the bigger boss that I have right now. If I could create a an arrangement, ukulele arrangement for Vivaldi's Winter, I think that I would I would beat this boss stage. But that's pretty far from now. Guitar, <laughs> guitar wise. Um, at first, I was like, if I could learn Samba Pati on guitar, I'd be happy. And then now I know how to play Samba Pati. But my new guitar goal is Eugene's Trick Bag. If I can learn Eugene's Trick Bag, <laughs> I think I can just quit guitar altogether. <laughs> just focus, focus on ukulele. If I can play that, I'm like, I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. How about yeah. you, Aaron? What are your, your stretch like, goals? I don't, I don't really play hard songs. I just... <laughs> I think I only learned ukulele and guitar as like an accompaniment for voice because mm-hmm. I just like singing, you know, mm-hmm. that was that was kind of the goal. So mm-hmm. so usually it's not there's not anything that is like, you know, kind of beyond what I would be able to play anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But before all of this happened, I really wanted to play uh your smiling face by James Taylor. It's like figure oh, out a good arrangement yeah. for that. That's a good one. Cause it has like three key changes. And so, mm-hmm. so I've been working on it and oh, cool. um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun, but mm. it's, um, it's a little daunting because it, it's kind of like that whole thing where, cause like if you're going to sing it and play yeah. it at the same time, yeah. it's like, it's like patting <laughs> your, your belly and r- rubbing your head, you know? Mm. So, so I, I've still been working at, at it, and I don't know if we're ever gonna get to be able to go go back to playing live music anymore. <laughs> hey, but... whoa, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, to when make we do, when we do, yeah, yeah when, that's, hey, that's when what, we do, yeah, <laughs> that's do. what I want to do. That's a that's a song that I want to play. Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah, you're smiling. Yeah. That's a good song, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a good song. I, I like the idea that Aldrin learned a song just in case he was ever challenged by Steve Vai to a guitar battle. <laughs> yes. And for his soul, right? <laughs> like, Gotta play for my soul, man. It's like, oh, you can't win. You don't know the blues, boy. And then you start busting out the classical, right? And it's like, oh, yeah. Steve Vai can't play that. <laughs> I got... I mean, I didn't get too far, but I have I have some parts down with with uh, with with that song, with Eugene's Trick Bag. Um, I need to get better at the um, at the arpeggios in the beginning, but I can kind of mm-hmm. do the arpeggios, um, and I can do like the first part of the. Uh, um. Ah, I can kind of like I can kind of do it, but like not on you. Cause I'm I can kind of I can do way better on guitar and stuff. Like I'm trying to do the. Uh, <laughs> do I'm like, wait, where uh, am I? I promise, I can do I promise. it. I can do it pretty okay. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like when Steve I actually tries it and then he stops. He's just like, ah, oh. he puts down the guitar and he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Even on winter, I kind of got a little bit of winter, but it's like those crazy arpeggios. I'm like, how am I supposed to do those crazy arpeggios in ukulele? Like, but I that's that's the challenge, you know. I gotta, I yeah. gotta figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> if it was easy, would it be a stretch goal? I guess you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. you need to be Imua Garza. <laughs> <laughs> that's my life goal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to become Imua Garza. <laughs> oh, bad. 
I can't I can't even do a proper kick flip. How am I supposed to be like Imo Garza? <laughs> it's cool because uh I've been a long time like uh Imo Garza and OP Pickers fan. Uh-huh. And uh back on the old OP Pickers website, like there were like skate videos that like Imo Garza oh, really? put up. Yes. <laughs> and it's like him doing like cool little skate moves and stuff. I'm like, uh, I'll never be as good as Imo Garza. You yeah, can do it. You do a, <laughs> you do a proper kick flip and I can't. <laughs> Would you would you wake up from bed in your pajamas, grab your uke and skate down like the hallway, and then <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. you're playing uke with your friend? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was uh, it was cool though. I I miss watching his like his, his skate videos every week. So <laughs> <laughs> guards a fat, and we're the same age. It's like one of those. Yeah. Like, I look up to yeah. that guy, but he's like we're the, we're the same age. You can't look up to somebody the same age as you, guy. That's not cool. <laughs> I, I I do a thing where it's like Kyle Kyle Ferruccio. Yeah. I always think like, oh yeah, Kyle's Kyle's my friend, and we we get along, and we're close in age. He's older than me. I have to remind myself. It's like, no, Kyle is older than me. Yeah, yeah. it's always that. Really, Kyle's really good. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. All right. So, um, any other questions? Uh, yeah. So we we have like kind of a lot of questions in the chat. Okay. But we had questions. Um, from the week, like uh, email to us. You, so you'll we'll, do lightning round with the chat because those are people who are here right now. Okay, yeah, sure. Do lightning but, round and we'll do the long question. Yeah, uh, one of the first ones was, "What are your thoughts on Mayamoy and Kamaka?" But you know, okay, um, Mayamoy, I, I think is you know it's pretty good considering the materials that they're working with. They're working with like uh, locally sourced materials or as much as they can, you know, like um, whatever is in that area, but. It's not really done by Gordon Shar anymore, so I don't know about the the Mayamoy ukes that they're making now. But back when they were being made by um, Gordon Shar, I thought you know I thought it was pretty good for, for what it was. It wasn't trying to be anything else than like than a Mayamoy ukulele, and that goes same thing to Kamaka. Like Kamaka sounds great. It's not trying to be um, you know like anybody else. It is Kamaka. It is kind of the standard bearer, you know, of, of what it is. I think it sounds great for. For what it for what it is, it's a cool ukulele that you know that is pretty much the uh, like the Roger Federer of uh, of ukulele because like it's it's the goat you know like it's it's not necessarily like um uh, like like how, how Federer is like just he's an all around player it's an all around ukulele it's not it's not too bright it's not too uh, too dark it's not you know it's it's a good all around ukulele you know and um and although you're like, talking you know, about kamaka right yeah yeah kamaka <laughs> come on talk about kamaka. Okay. all great so, all around ukulele you know like uh-huh. so all around all around you get it's not like it says not too bright it's not too dark it's not too loud it's not too soft it's just it is what it is when you buy a kamaka you know what you're getting you know like that's that's the best thing that I can that I can say about Kamaka is just like it's consistent, and once again, it's the word for the day. You know, consistency. It's consistent with what it is. Um, it's been around for a hundred years. They've been making it um relatively the same way. You know, as close to the same way as they've been making it throughout. You know, throughout the years, they have kind of updated some things, but the sound is um is consistent throughout the years. Yeah. Wait. So, what about Mayamoy? <laughs> I, oh, oh, the same same thing with Mayamoy. Like I said, they um, it sounds great for 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 what what it for what it is with the materials that you know that they're working with. Um, it's not trying to sound like a Kamaka. It's not trying to sound like a Kanilea. It's not. So if you're like, oh well, this Kanilea sounds better than that, but it's just like it, it's really apples and oranges. You know, like it's um, it's it's bright. The myrtle wood that they use is nice and bright. Um, it 
it definitely projects. It's not as dark as I would want it to, you know, to be. But like I said, it's not trying to be that. You know, would um, it's great at being Maya Moe. It sounds good for you know for uh, for what it's trying to achieve, and I think it's achieved what it, what it is trying to achieve. It's a nice sounding youth. I think it sounds great. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I with have any, one. <laughs> any, yeah. With any ukulele, we always kind of um, just recommend that you try it out for yourself, mm-hmm. if possible. Uh, go to a store if you can, um, or or watch as many videos online as mm-hmm. you can, um, demonstrating. Yeah, like as close as possible the the model that you're looking mm-hmm. at, mm-hmm. and then um, and then yeah, it's 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 all like a personal thing. So yeah. It's it's tough, but if you're asking me what I think, I, that's that's what I think. And if yeah. uh, if you want to hear mine, I, I believe I don't know if it's still on their website, but there is this there's a clip of me playing my Mayamoe on the on the site. And if it's not there, it's on my YouTube. I think it's on my YouTube. <laughs> like uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's it, there's there's a um you know, there's there's a clip of me playing on Mayamoe, and, and I have and I enjoy it. I, I like the way the one that they built for me. It's good. Yeah. So the so the original Mayamoes were built in um, Oregon, was it Oregon or, or Washington? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Will, and then now now yeah. it um they got somewhere bought. in Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now now they're it it's a new owner and mm. they're built out of Illinois. So oh, that's like super different. Yeah, I have no ex- yeah. I have no experience with that one, so I I can't yeah. say too much about the new Mayamoes. But back when it was yeah. made by Gordon Shar, I, I I thought it was good. But I yeah I believe he's still using all the same designs and everything. But okay. um yeah I'm not too sure. Uh, I haven't heard anybody yeah. talking about um the new Mayamoes yet. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, next question. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kevin asks, how do you memorize lyrics? There are songs that I can sing along completely while the song is playing, <laughs> but when I play the chords by myself, I can't remember the lyrics or melody. I I shouldn't be the one to ask that. You gotta ask Aaron because I'm terrible <laughs> at remembering lyrics. So I mean, my advice is just repetition. But Aaron has great advice. There's a there's a, <laughs> there's a great new invention called a smartphone, and you just put it on a stand in front of you, and you have the lyrics there. Oh, I'm good at scroll. that. But yeah, Aaron has, Aaron has great advice for, for, for no. this one. Well, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's I like I don't think it's super professional to have like an ipad on stage but i mean it's It's becoming more and more of a regular thing so you know uh, i'm that like old man that yells at cloud like nah you shouldn't do that yeah (laughs) you know if bruno mars doesn't have it on stage then (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. but i mean um, these guys it's kind of an interesting comment that that he had it was it was that he knows the lyrics and he can sing along to the song but when mm. he's playing them himself he can't remember the lyrics and mm. so that to me um, suggests that you don't know the chords by heart or by feel so I think you just gotta practice um, your chord changes to the point where you're not even thinking about the chord changes you're doing it by feel like it feels like it has to go to this chord next mm. or feels like it has to go to this chord next and then during this part during the bridge it goes to this kind of minor chord mm. and so you're not thinking about the names of the chord you're not thinking about like you know what chord is going to come up next you're you're just doing it mm. by feel so mm. if you can play along with the song 
without thinking about anything else, then mm. you can put the two together. So like mm. you're you're able to sing the lyrics without thinking too much about what lyrics come up next. But then I think he's focusing a little bit too much on the chord part. So you get, just got to get comfortable with the chords. And then um, once you have both things comfortable, then you can put them together. Yeah. Yeah. If what that, if you if are that comfortable makes with it, but then you still, like like me, <laughs> I'm comfortable with the chord, the chord changes, but I still can't remember the lyrics once. What, same thing with, with him, because I kind of understand, like, if, the, if it's on the radio and I'm, like, singing along and stuff. I can sing along with the thing, but I just can't remember lyrics. Do you have any advice uh, for that, Dr. No, Aaron? <laughs> I mean, for you, it's usually like once you get the first lyrics, you know the rest of the song. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So like, so, so it's just that you're like kind of getting trapped up on that, those first few lyrics. Mm. But then after that, you're just letting it flow. Mm. So that, that's all it is, right? You're just getting comfortable, like getting over that first little hump. And then mm-hmm. once, once you're over that, then you're comfortable with the whole thing mm-hmm. and you're just letting it go. So that's, that's the point that you need to get to just let it go, right? <laughs> Be able to just play without thinking, sing yeah. without thinking, and then being able to do those things together kind of, kind of takes practice. And so, so mm-hmm. you're going to have to do it. Um, you're just going to have to do it over and over again until you don't <laughs> don't have to think about it because at, yeah. at at the beginning of everything anything that yeah. you're learning new you're mm. thinking too much about it and then mm. you just have to get to that point mm. yeah where you don't have to think so yeah okay mm-hmm. next up okay. um uh, okay uh patrick said i spend most uh most time learning chords and progressions over songs is that okay um learning chord progressions over songs yeah i mean like it's fine i mean honest honestly it's okay because um most songs kind of fall under a chord progression anyway you know like that's like that's what i kind of focused on when, when i was you know when i was starting because if you can play one chord progression then that means you could play like 50 like 100 songs so it's not a bad thing to learn progressions but um once you're starting to get kind of specific like specific songs like that chord progression might be half the battle it might just have a different progression during the um during the bridge so in that sense if you're very familiar with chord progressions already you only really have to learn just the bridge you know like so it's uh, I, i think it's good to learn um you know to focus on progressions rather than the songs but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't focus on songs because i think you should yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a funny thing where uh, we ha- we've had people come in and they're like, oh, I, I'm, I'm an intermediate because I can play a hundred yeah. songs, but they're <laughs> all in the key of C. And it's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. So that's one of those things. Like if you're learning, can you play one song in a hundred keys. That's even more impressive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I should make a quote like that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the Bruce Lee quote, right? That everybody says, yeah. like, oh, I'm not afraid of the man who knows a thousand punches. I'm afraid of the man who can punch like perfectly a thousand times or whatever <laughs> yeah so it's not about like i know what it, what would the quote be it's not about learning 10 songs about like or learning or being able to play 10 songs is not impressive what's impressive is learning one song and 10 keys <laughs> uh jim said it's interesting i'm a beginner on uke i played brass instruments from grade school to through mm-hmm. high school i played some five string uh banjo for a while 
Some of the chords you guys mention as beginner chords are difficult for me, yet I can hit the E on the first attempt. Anything that requires uh, barring my index finger on the E and A string kills me. Are there any tricks to barring the B or B flat? Hmm. Um, well, if, if you say you're pretty good at barring and stuff, I mean, you can just bar the whole chord. And then, um, you know, you, you can just kind of get used to doing it that way. And then if, if you're pretty good, because you said you're good at E. So I'm guessing you can bar this, you know, this pointer finger really well. So just bar the B flat and the B. And then now once you're getting used to it, like uh, lessen the bar, like just bar three, uh, three strings instead of all four. And then you, you reduce it down to two strings. And that's kind of how you work your way down. You don't necessarily have to learn it <clears throat> this way, but it helps with some chord switches. Like, for example, if you're playing F. Um, B flat is going to be the four, you know, in, in that chord family. So like you're going to it kind of, you know, kind of often. So going from F to uh, to barring the whole B flat might be a little tedious, and it's just easier to just kind of bar it with just the two. But um, you know, you can you can kind of start that way and just work your way down. That's my my best advice. If you can already do that, perfect. Yeah, yeah, the, that's better than not being able to yeah. do that. <laughs> It's impressive. The, the advice I give to like everybody who has um, problems barring chords to is make sure your thumb is pointed towards your headstock. Yes. Because a lot of times people use the pinching no, pinchy, thing. Pinchy, pinchy. Yeah, don't know no. pinchy, pinchy. And that's yeah. what I said back then. I am Can now redacting. <laughs> okay. I am now redacting my statement of, of pinching the chords. So back then I used to tell people, you know, when you're playing, say, B minor, like pinch it, you know, like like this. But then now I'm saying to instead of pinching it, you should actually do the same thing, but have it not hover over the same finger. Have your thumb point towards the headstock like this. You can see that. That's where my thumb is. It's pointing towards the headstock and have it here. And you're doing more of a seesaw thing. Like um, you're pushing uh, with the pointer finger with the pointer finger and with the thumb, but then not in the same place because this will kind of cramp up and it's actually not even that you know uh, that great. But here you're kind of doing doing this mo uh, movement where the thumb kind of pushes down, the pointer finger pushes up in this sense. So you're mm -hmm. kind of clamping, not clamping. I don't I don't even know what word to use, but like it's a, it's a seesaw kind of thing, you know, with the pointer yeah. and the thumb. Thumb points to the to the headstock instead pointing up yeah. to the sky yeah that probably will help with the b flat too yeah 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 that, that, <laughs> yes. that. so b flat is this so instead of like holding your thumb over the pointer finger like so i'm holding my my thumb back here doing that 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 helps with like i think the thumb is what most people when they say oh i have problems holding a cord it's mm -hmm. like a lot of the time is just your thumb placement and people yeah. are trying to do the like trying to add more pressure by putting it directly behind your fingers but mm. it, it doesn't need to be that way it, it's actually no. better if it, it is like pointing towards the headstock so yeah yeah, yeah. that's like 80 percent oh. of the problems it is uh, yeah i think we got through all the questions on the live chat the chat okay, yeah great yeah. great now give me the long one <laughs> Uh well oh that was the long one that we got oh uh this we got a couple more questions from other sure. people okay. um so this one is from Wesley and he says when do you choose to play soprano and what are your first ukulele memories um <clears throat> I choose to use soprano if it's mostly kind of strumming you know like if I'm not doing any kind of picking and stuff um I use 
the tenor on stage because I, you know, I have to strum and pick. But if I'm just at home, if I'm just kind of doing strumming, that's when I choose to play soprano because, um, uh, and I've said before that like soprano is pretty much like the purest sound of the ukulele. If you're looking for an ukulele sound, it's going to be a soprano ukulele. You know, it's not the sound of a tenor ukulele. That's not the the pure ukulele sound. So um, especially when doing recording, if I'm recording a um a, a rhythm tracks, if if it's just kind of just strumming, I use a uh, I use a soprano for that. But if I can only bring one ukulele to the studio, then it's gonna have to be tenor. Kind of like just being on stage and stuff. Um, yeah. It, with that said, I use a uh, few sopranos. I use a regular soprano um, with a high G. I use a soprano with a low G, and I also use a soprano with uh, a super soprano with so with more frets, but keeping the same body so that it's got the same sound. And uh, what was the second? There was the second part of that question. Earliest uh, ukulele memory. Yeah. Um, earliest ukulele memory was the first time I played an ukulele. I still remember this. I was at a church, um, uh, a worship, uh, a worship practice. You would you would say, but then the Catholic version, whatever the Catholic version of that is, that that's you know that's what I was doing. Um, and it was a, a like worship practice, and there's this lady playing an ukulele, and I was trying to learn how to play guitar with my uncles and my dad and stuff. I'm like, and I was might have been eight, nine years old. And uh, I was like, Dad, I, can I just play that? That looks that looks like something more my <laughs> my speed, size. my size, <laughs> my size. And then uh, I went up to the lady and I like kind of asked her like, is is it cool if I try it out? And she's like, Oh yeah. And that's when I first played, I first held an ukulele. She taught me how to play surf, and the rest is history. That's the earliest ukulele memory, <laughs> the earliest ukulele memory that I have. <laughs> what about you, Kai? Well, you, Kai, <laughs> what's uh, your earliest? <laughs> before you can remember <laughs> yeah yeah just because yeah um, my dad's been playing ukulele my whole life so it's always been there you know uh, my first like kind of really good memory is uh, apparently my dad had a really expensive 10 string ukulele that he put on the mm. kitchen table and i threw car keys on it and dented it or something <laughs> and he remembers that but i i don't remember that i have no recollection he remembers that, that. <laughs> yeah I, that wasn't how, me how old were you i i don't know it must must have been your other child you, you have to ask Kira because <laughs> I, I have no recollection of that not me not me um how about you, like, um i don't know i really i just like I had a toy ukulele mm. um, when I was a little kid and I put um, a bunch of stickers on it just because that was like, you know, I was, I was a little kid. And recently I found that ukulele. Oh, that snap. Toy you got to show it. So, you got to show it. Yeah. So I added it to my, my collection. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of ukulele? But that's, I, I don't know. It was just a toy. It was one of those that said Hawaii on it. And oh, it was okay, like okay. super <laughs> overbuilt and yeah, not really playable. Cute. But yeah, I still have it. I, I found <laughs> it again. <laughs> well, one of oh uh, yeah, one of the things that I actually do remember is asking my dad to play ukulele, mm. and when I asked him, he gave <laughs> he didn't want to give me a real ukulele, so he gave me like yeah, one of those cheap ones too. But it was strung up with fishing line instead of like oh, real yeah, strings. Best kind of strings, man. No, yeah. it wasn't good fishing line either. <laughs> oh. I'm pretty sure it, it might have been like used fishing, like straight off of his fishing pole line. You know, it's like oh. And then once I got it, I looked at it. I'm like, this. There's something wrong with this. This isn't right. How come mine doesn't look like yours? He's like, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to yeah, give you that, this one. That toy ukulele that I have actually has fishing line on it now because, <laughs> you know, the strings end up breaking and everything. Right. 
and my dad strung it up with fishing line and it was all the same um, pound test. So like, you know, <laughs> they're all exactly the same. <laughs> all right. So um, it is, uh, it is the Thursday that our songs are due and that's why I'm kind of like, okay, cool. Next question. Next question. Yeah. yeah we, we, gotta, yeah. Nine, we have nine minutes left. Um, it is due today. So we had a, um, here on Thursday live lesson, we have a songwriting challenge and um, we, we encourage everyone to write a song with their ukuleles. Um, we give people, about like what three weeks like four weeks to do mm-hmm. each challenge and this week's challenge or this this time our challenge was uh, i have this written down here on my phone my trusty phone here um it is uh the, the challenge is basically just to do a song or write a song to keep b flat okay um the extras were to uh to do a waltz which is three, four time, which is dun, 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 one, two, three, one, two, three. Uh, let's be happy let's be positive and um and another extra is the key change to B flat minor. So B flat Q B flat and key change to B flat minor. So those are it. But all you had to do really was be, uh, write a song in B flat. Okay, mm-hmm. like that's the only uh the only song uh, requirement. But everything else is um is extra. So uh, I wrote I wrote a song and um it's, I tried to cross out as many of those as, as I can. So it is in the key of B flat. Um, it it does kind of go into a waltz there. Uh, it's happy ish. It's positive. <laughs> so this is uh, here we go. Um, wait, wait. Sorry. Um, Kahai, you want to go? You want to go first? I gotta listen to it again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I can go. Uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Sorry, I'll... I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully this works. Uh, I might have to mute you guys. Yeah, cause... yeah, please. Yeah, just in case it, it comes through the speakers. But um, yeah, uh, hopefully this works. Everybody should hear it. bad <laughs> be flat <laughs> so um i'm i i like it but uh, I, i'm laughing because like uh because in the key of b flat that's like in concert c like for band is that why you did like kind of like a uh a band sounding march and stuff no 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 um my idea was that mm-hmm. it's like the first level of like a jrpg like right ah, after you like you know ah. leave the village and you're in the overworld <laughs> and you're just walking and i uh-huh. Like actually this this version of the song or this song is my fourth attempt at writing a song like all the other ones just weren't working so like I had to come up with this and mm-hmm. I came up with this last night and I uh, we thought Mike was going to be on the live lesson so when I thought yeah. about Mike I remember like oh the last time Mike was on like I wrote like a another video game song so maybe I should do one more so that's why I came <laughs> up with that 
is like ah, like try to make the idea and then the prompt that it's supposed to be happy right i tried to make it like a happy march song and stuff so yeah very simple and it just repeats itself and then like it's one of those songs that you kind of get tired of after a while listening to the background noise so it's like <laughs> not too complicated or anything yep nice it's like a hero's tale like the beginning of a hero's tale <laughs> yeah 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 all right so once again because i had to I've, I've been muting myself so i can kind of listen to to what i have i i know it's like covid and whatever and we're supposed to be stay home but i actually wrote this this morning <laughs> i still waited till the last last possible minute did you write yours like um ahead of time kai no i i finished mine today at like 11 o'clock <laughs> <laughs> like, because I, I wrote like four other songs like or i tried yeah. to at oh. first i tried to write like a like you know a kind of a future-based song or like a really happy song and even like uh trent he put in the yeah. chat the when we set those challenge he put in the chat uh speed metal so i was like oh, i'll yeah. write a speed oh, metal snap. song <laughs> and i have part of it written down and i'll yeah. maybe i'll post the rest but like yeah, this this was the only one that I could get this far into, and I only finished it today. So yeah, yeah. Okay, here um, I'm gonna try to play as best as I can. I wrote this today. It goes like this. I'm not exactly what you'd call a morning person Cause thought ending my cool dream Of singing for Randy Jackson Would wake, wake me up But wake, I need more than Folgers in my cup morning time to smell the fried rice sizzling on the stove good morning can't wait to see what this day has in store and mm, the smell of spam is dancing on my nose mm, i think i'll have an extra slice of toast good morning Time to smell the fried rice sizzling on the stove. Morning, can't wait to see what this day has in store. And mmm, the smell, the smell is dancing on my nose. Mmm, I think I'll have an extra slice of toast. <laughs> That's it. That's what I got. That's what I got. That's what I got. Yeah. So I had to listen to that three, four part. I'm like, how did that part go? That's like the, the, an important part. Okay, got it. So it's about breakfast. I love breakfast. It's happy because I get to wake up to the smell of spam. Yeah. You did a good job with like that minor, keeping that minor key change. Yeah. Happy. Still pretty happy. That's yeah. like the happiest yeah. part. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need, I wanted to make sure that the minor part is the happiest part of the song. So there it is. Yeah. It's yeah. as best as I could do. <laughs> <laughs> With the time given, I was so busy. The circus was in town. The uh, my 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 wife was, you know, and my daughter. I uh, just forget it. It was just so busy. <laughs> had to go so many places and do so many things. <laughs> yeah, God, it was just just filled with just busy things. <laughs> yeah, Devin yeah. said uh, the key change reminds him of a Beatles song, and it kind of does sound like like Lucy in the Sky or something, right? Where oh like, yeah. It, changes like so drastically that it's almost like a different song but yeah <laughs> cool thanks 
Okay, Aaron. All right. Um, yeah, it's not. I mean, it's it's positive. It's not necessarily like a happy sounding song. Hmm. Um, I ended up uh, like I wrote the chords first, and then I had to kind of like arrange it. So it ended like I I wrote the the major part first, and then the minor part. And then um, I ended up switching it around. So like the verses are the minor. It starts off minor and then it goes major for the chorus, which is not, mm. not really what you were talking about when you, <laughs> when you said <laughs> But this is how it came out. So okay. like it has to... <laughs> Here we go. Two, three. out sounding like a rob thomas song and then it ended yeah. up sounding like a um uh what is that it sounds uh, like, poli- a, like a police <laughs> or like oh not police to me uh, to me it sounds like, like the gorillas uh feel good ink oh yeah yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i kind of had like uh for the verses i kind of had like a bon jovi ish yeah yeah of, like an 80s of, kind of like rock 80s band. rock yeah, yeah. yeah or late 80s rock mm-hmm. that that was kind of and then for the choruses i was thinking like lenny kravis ish mm-hmm. okay. uh, that that style 90s yeah. early 90s rock mm-hmm. but then um but then yeah that rob thomas kind of like you know <laughs> it, it like 
there is a line in there yeah, yeah. that um <laughs> that i ended up having to change because it said midday sun and i was like that's oh, too really close. Oh, that's way too yeah. close yeah yeah, yeah like it, it, it started out like that i'm like man it sounds like you know it sounds like rob thomas but it's like 80s like an, an 80s rock band yeah yeah cool. and cool, so man. so that's what what came out like i i had the awesome. chords first and then um yeah that's just what came out so cool so what was the yeah. uh the changes in, in the chorus or, or that uh that major part so you went from minor to two major, uh, major. yeah major. and then yeah. the second the second chord is just funky i like that second chord from there oh yeah, yeah. it's like a c sharp nice that's what it was I'm like that's so yeah good. <laughs> yeah so that's nice. what that's what kind of made me think mm-hmm. like lenny kravitz mm-hmm. you, you know yeah it's, that would be like it a is like yeah 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 i, I got <laughs> yeah. you i got you now <laughs> yeah so that's why right <laughs> uh, but dude, yeah there's um it was one of those where like I, I wrote the chords like the first week and then mm. I didn't write anything. And then I was like, oh, I really need to figure out something. And then, yeah, this is just yeah. what came now, out. Us, us too, me and Kai too, you know, we were, <laughs> <laughs> we were like, oh, bad. Yeah, like we're so ahead of ourselves. That, you know? <laughs> I like, like but, Aaron, Aaron says like, oh, sometimes you got to write the bad songs first to get out yeah. the good songs. But mm. I feel like, I have to write a lot of bad songs to get one song that I'm like, oh, this is okay, yeah. I have a lot of bad songs to get out of my system still. <laughs> yeah. I might post like some of the, the my half finished stuff like mm-hmm. in the, the forums so people can see and maybe they can take it and do something cool with it. But yeah. 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 I, I think like for people who are like, Oh, I don't know how to start, it's like sometimes you, you gotta start like and you just got to throw away a bunch of stuff, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you guys want to, uh, you guys want to try it out, it's just the key of B flat, just try to make it like happy, positive, or that kind of feel, you know, to it. Uh, you could do three, four times. If you want to do three, four time, and you can do a, um, a B flat minor uh, key change or chord change or whatever, you know, whatever it is that you guys want to do. Just be creative with it. Have fun. You don't even necessarily have to write lyrics. You can just write like a, you know, like an ukulele kind of uh, instrumental song if you want to do that as well. Okay. Um, try it out. Uh, post it on ukulele on the ground plus so we can see it. And uh, whoever, whoever puts it in, um, are we still kind of giving stuff away for this one? Mm, yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. We can try and figure it out. Yeah. yeah. The post office works, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People at the post office, you can send yeah. stuff. Okay. So, um, we'll, we'll do like a little drawing, you know, if you guys, um, uh, yeah, we'll do, we'll do a little drawing for whoever puts in a, uh, um, a, a song on, on the forums and we'll just take all those people and we'll randomly pick somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Sounds good. All right. So that pretty much does it for Thursday live lesson. Join us tomorrow for Aloha Friday live jam. And um, if you guys want to learn some more, stick around for one-on-one coaching. Um, you guys can, uh, can, can participate in that. And I know all the, um, all the private lessons slots this month has been kind of, uh, has, has been occupied already. So if you want, you can um, join us on one-on-one coaching and that's, that would be the next best thing. Yeah, join us there. I'll see you folks next time. Have a great one. Aloha.